You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hello, Kent. My name is Ademilson Tonat, and I have three questions for you. For creating a NPM package, which stack would you prefer to use? When it comes to support, which one do you keep in mind, common JS, ES modules, or others? And are you someone who uses a template for new packages, or do you like to start from scratch every time you need to create a new package? That's all from my side. Thank you in advance. And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say. Hello, Adamilson. Thank you so much for the question. So I actually just did this um, this morning. I released a package called LightFSJS as part of the uh, Fly organization uh, because I don't want to be on the hook to maintain it in the long term. So they said they'd maintain it for me, and so that sounded great. Um, but uh, yeah, so I used to spin up a new library. Like it seemed like all the time I was running into problems that I wanted to solve myself, and um, I don't spin up new libraries as often. But when I was uh, doing it. Um, before uh, on a regular basis, I tried using generators and I was never really satisfied with them because they were always um, doing things that I didn't want or didn't need or I didn't understand. And so I eventually created my own generator. And that's what I recommend to most people um, to not use the generator that somebody else makes for you, but instead to make your own so that you can customize it to be exactly what you want. And in fact, uh, the if you look up generator KCD OSS uh, on my GitHub, I'll link to it in the description, uh, then you'll find that um, that is my project generator. Uh, I haven't touched it in quite a while, and I haven't actually used it in uh, quite some time either. I think the last project I used it for was MDX Bundler. Um, bundler. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that um, the reason I haven't used it mostly uh, is because I haven't, made very many libraries recently, but also um, because uh, with this uh, LightFS JS library I made, I didn't use it there either. Um, and that's because it's using a tool that I made called KCD scripts, um, which bundles a bunch of different uh, utilities and packages that I really like, uh, or at least I have in, um, over the years. So. Uh, KCD scripts, though, is a little bit um, dated. It's using um, just, yeah, probably the biggest thing is that it's using Babel, and I don't really care to use Babel anymore. Um, it's And KCD scripts is also pretty complicated um, for simple use cases. And so um, it, while it's still a useful tool, and a lot of my projects still use it, and I'm not in the, a rush to change that or anything, um, I just wanted to have something that was a little bit simpler uh, for LightFSJS. Um, in addition, as to answer your question about the module format that I use, um, with LightFSJS, I went with CommonJS just because a lot of people still just uh, don't have time or, or can't reasonably upgrade to the latest version of uh, Node or, or, or uh, even just using uh, ESM. It's a really big change. And in particular, uh, I don't believe that um, it's straightforward to upgrade a Remix app to use ESM uh, natively. Um, I, I think it's possible, but I, I 
don't have any interest in taking the time to figure out how to do that. Um, and so seeing as it's a lot easier for an ESM module to consume a, um, or a common JS module than it is the other way around, um, I decided to go with the least common deno denominator, which is CJS. Um, that said, I don't have any problem with people who want to, and, and actually one other thing is that um, uh, the, the use case for this particular module required uh, calling certain functions at, uh, the inside of uh, synchronous functions or at the root level of a module and things like that. And uh, that is just an enormous pain if uh, you're a CommonJS project trying to consume an ESM package that uh, you have to do a dynamic import. And so now instead of calling this function like to get the middleware at the root of your uh, module, now all of a sudden you have to worry about uh, calling that function to get uh, or uh, putting that functionality inside of an asynchronous function that you can then um, await the dynamic import. Huge pain. So that, that was the straw that broke at the candle, camel's proverbial back um, for me when I was deciding what module format to put this uh, LightFS um, module in. Um, but I definitely did consider doing native ESM. And had it not been for that, I might have gone for that. Um, so uh, I, I uh, also, the last library that I wrote, MDX Bundler, um, I had a, there was a pretty good argument in favor of going native ESM because lots of the dependencies that I was using were native ESM. Um, and so it'd just be easier to directly import those rather than having to do a dynamic import from a CJS module. And I didn't go for that either. Um, at, that, at that time, it was because testing was an enormous pain because uh, the testing tools I was using uh, didn't support ESM uh, at all. Um, or at least, yeah, not at all. Uh, so anyway, that that was the um, primary motivator. I think that if you want to go with a native ESM, you're probably fine. Um, so I think hopefully I answered the, uh, your questions. If you'd like to, you can take a look at the LightFSJS module on NPM and see how I package that thing together. That's um, a pretty simple module relative to the other types of things that I make. Like there's no uh, browser support or anything like that. So it's not bundled. It's literally just using TC um, or uh, the TypeScript uh, command line interface, TSC, um, to uh, compile the, the files because we don't need to bundle or anything like that. Um, if I did, then I would probably have tried ESBuild uh, because it's just really, really fast. And I, I use it in my other tools. And it's, um, yeah, I really like that. But um, Alternatively, KCD scripts is still a great uh, solution. Uh, it comes packaged with a bunch of other of my tools. And when you build as many NPM modules as I have, having a generator just really re reduces the amount of friction between you and getting something published to NPM, which is why I do strongly recommend that you have your own a generator for any project that even if you don't think you're going to use it very often, like maybe you just have two or three uh, that you build, uh, it is still super worth it because reducing that friction means that you will do it more. And so I think it's worthwhile for that reason. Okay, I think I've been on this long enough. I hope that is interesting and helpful and useful to you. Thank you for your patience in getting this call recorded. And if anybody else is listening and tried to record a call and it didn't work for you uh, or you're waiting to hear a response from me, 
um, then go check out kenciedodds.com slash calls slash record and make sure that your call is listed in there. If it's not, then it failed and that's my fault and I'm sorry about that. I did just push a fix and so you should be able to leave calls now. So have a wonderful day. This has been the Call Kent Podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdodds.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdodds.com slash calls.